0: If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano,
1: Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. You are listening to the top fitness, health, and entertainment podcast. This is Mind Pump. Now, in today's episode, we answer fitness and health questions that are asked by listeners and viewers just like you. But the way we open the episode is where we talk about current events. We mention studies. We have a lot of fun. That's the intro portion of this episode. Today's intro was over 40 minutes long. After that, we got into the fitness questions. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a rundown of the entire episode. We started by talking about Star Wars. Um luckily we have Justin here on the team. He's <laughs> yeah. the know-it-all when it comes to Star I Wars. Got
2: real nerdy in this one, you guys.
1: Then we talked about the the fights that happened uh, over the weekend, Mike Tyson and other fighters. We had a lot of fun talking about that. Yeah. We t- then we discussed the monolith that appeared and then disappeared in Utah. What the hell is going on? Is it aliens? I
2: need to find out more.
1: Uh, I talked about the uh, how COVID vaccine, the speed of the vaccine at which it's getting approved, doesn't necessarily mean it's not as safe. Uh, then we talk about our favorite Christmas movies. Uh, we talk about Felix Grey. Uh, those are blue light blocking glasses, some of our favorites. We work with the company. By the way, they're running a huge sale right now it's massive massive. it's only one day as of the dropping of this episode there's one day left for this particular promotion so here's what you got to do uh if you're interested go to felixgrayglasses.com that's f-e-l-i-x-g-r-a-y glasses.com forward slash mind pump and it's 15 percent off site wide that's a big deal they never run
2: oh sweet baby odin
1: any sales they never have any sales so this is a huge one then I talk about uh, my wife's compliment that she gave me. I know what you're trying to do, honey, trying to make yeah. me feel better. Um, and then I talk about my baby boy and uh, some of the stuff that's going on there. And then we mentioned uh, Organifies, a sponsor that we work with. They make incredible protein powders, green juices, gold juices, and other products, all vegan, all organic. And because you listen to Mind Pump, of course, you get a big discount. Here's what of you do. Go to organifi.com, O R G A N I F I.com forward slash mind pump. Use the code mind pump and get 20% off. By the way, on their site right now, um, they have some gift packages that are available and additional discounts on top of the ones that you get with mind pump because it's the holiday season. Then we got into the questions. Here's the first one. This person wants to know how you know if you have metabolic damage. That's another term for a really slow metabolism. Damaged. The next question, this person says, can you realistically run MAPS anabolic? That's one of our most popular workout programs. Can you do that over and over again and uh, be okay, or would you have to switch to different programs? Sal does it all the time. The third question, this person wants to know uh, why it's important to have a strong pelvic floor and what exercises and things you can do to help encourage that. And the final question, this person wants to know, what kinds of supplements are important to take during the winter months? Also, uh, right now, there's two days left for Cyber Monday. This is massive, all workout programs. Every single workout program that we have is 65% off. It's by far the biggest sale of the year. Um, Also, bundles, this is where we take multiple MAPS programs. We put them together. They're already discounted normally, usually around 30% off. You can go ahead and take an additional 50% off with Cyber Monday. Here's the codes that you need to use, and here's the site you need to go to uh, to do all this. Go to the site, mapsfitnessproducts.com. Again, that's the word maps, M-A-P-S, fitnessproducts.com. And if you want to buy an individual program or you want to buy multiple individual programs and get 65% off, use the code Cyber. Maps. That's cyber c y b e r, not cyborg. <laughs> Maps. And then, if you want to do the bundles, if you want to take an additional fifty percent off the bundles, use the code C M bundles. Again, you can find all of this at MapsFitnessProducts.com. T-shirt time,
0: and it's t-shirt time. Oh shit, Doug! You know it's my favorite time of the week. We have two big winners, one for Apple Podcasts, one for Facebook. The Apple Podcasts winner is Danny B. 1984. And for Facebook, we got Michelle Melissa. Both of you are winners. Send the name I just read to iTunes at mindpumpmedia.com. Include your shirt size and your shipping address, and we'll get that shirt right out to you.
3: Justin, so I was behind on Mandalorian. The, How dare you? Man, yes.
0: It's
1: Mandalorian. Whatever. I was three episodes. Man-
3: Mandalorian. Spanish? Is that what it is? I don't Maybe, know. You roll the R there? Sure. <laughs> just so just it, just it's wanted to sound ethnic. Uh, it was the... It was, I was three episodes behind. Really... Um, was not impressed with the the previous two. I really liked the last one, the Jedi. Mm. So I really liked that one. Interesting. I wanted to ask you because I know you don't just watch the show. You go and you geek out and you read articles regarding the right. show. Yeah. Are there are there critics around yeah, it? Are there critics around this season? Sure. I, I feel like season one was yeah, epic, and then this one's not as quite as epic.
2: What I've heard in the interwebs. Uh, like they're really catering to the really hardcore fan now. Yes. And, uh, so they're taking a lot of like non-canon type book series and they're trying to kind of weave it in. Explain that to me. What does that mean? So non-canon is it, it's stories written about star Wars that, uh, Disney, as they bought the franchise, they didn't accept it as like part of the universe. Uh, and so they basically threw out a lot of like potential characters and things to bring in, uh, to the series. Um, and so like, like there's a cartoon, right? There's a star Wars cartoon that's cart- in there. That's the thing. And this is where it gets confusing because there's like star Wars rebels. There's star Wars the clone wars. And so mm-hmm. they, they've thrown in a lot of clone wars, uh, references and, and characters from that. And now, uh, from this other book series, uh, that, uh, they alluded to already, uh, that moth Gideon is basically working under Admiral Thrawn, which Admiral Thrawn is this like, like, Really cool character that was uh, non canon that they're going to start bringing. Are
1: you in, are you not lost right now? So I don't know what he's talking about, yeah. but <laughs> I did read a little bit about hey, it.
2: I had to come in because last time I was a little flat. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. so yeah, I appreciate that. So, um, yeah, no so I
1: problem. I did read this. I did not know that the Mandalorians went to war with the Jedi's at one point. Did you know that?
3: No, I so I this episode yeah. the last episode I learned that they, I didn't even know they were enemies. Yeah, so the Jedi's
1: they- apparently scorch the planet of the Mandalorians, like kick their ass big yeah. time. And the armor that they wear, correct me correct me if I'm wrong, the what's that metal called?
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, why do I forget it right now? B, it starts no, with a B. No, no those those it's not. The, no, it's Beskar. Yeah. Beskar. It's I don't
1: know why I was thinking beefsteak. <laughs> 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 Probably because I'm fat I right said now. said like Kremlin. It was, uh, uh, they invented that armor to. Um, Stop to, this. The to, to fight. Yeah, because I guess you can't cut through it with a lightsaber. Yeah, right, and
2: you saw that with the spear and all that spoilers for people who haven't seen the latest yeah. one. But. And
1: then I read this. This is interesting, too. This I read on the internet, too. I, I geeked out for a little bit. Um. So, Jedi's can block, uh, blasters right with their lightsabers. So right. you shoot them with the blaster, and they'll pew pew, and they'll block it. Yeah. So pew pew. Yeah. yeah, it makes that noise. Yeah, so Mandalorians started shooting actual real bullets mm-hmm. at uh Jedi's because what they would do is they cut it with their lightsaber. But it would shrapnel splinter. and hit yeah, them in the and face hit and hit other you know, guys. Yeah. So they found ways of fighting yeah, that's,
2: the Jedi. It, that's what makes this interesting. Yeah. yeah, I actually like where it's going because it's, you know, there are consequences. It's like the Jedis aren't the ultimate. Uh, you know, kick everybody's ass. Uh, character. There's other people that like contest them. Yeah, so. How really.
3: About- is there, or is it just the Mandalorians? That's it. Who else can contest them? They haven't. Well, yeah, condemned. obviously, yeah,
2: the Sith and, and whatnot. But that's all. Well, well that's all related. Stuff. Well, yeah, as, as I say, aren't the they, as
3: I say, aren't they bad Jedi's? Isn't that what the like the dark force
1: is supposed to they're be? They're not like? bad Jedi's. They're no. just they're Sith. Yeah,
3: yeah, but I feel like that's it, this whole thing is like a representation of like religion and biblical stuff. Like, isn't that like isn't that like the fallen angel example? Isn't yeah. that like what it they incorporates
2: are? basically like all legend and myth? Uh, and this is where Joseph Campbell, yeah. like uh, he was inspired by all that stuff, and, and wrapped that all into one yeah. thing, one folklore. So, so what do
1: you guys think of Grogu? The name Grogu. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. Does, that, does
2: that come from like a famous uh, Buddhist monk or something? I have no idea. I know yoga. Uh, yoga. Yoda. <laughs> I'm getting all fucking <laughs> yeah. tongue tied over all these stupid names.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, th- this is interesting to me. So and oh, so my son was the one that was uh, illuminating me because I guess he was talking to one of his friends that was a big Star Wars uh, geek. That so remember when he asked the girl to or the Jedi to train Grogu, mm-hmm. but she said I'm not going to because he's attached to you. Right. And she's like, uh, so basically, they're afraid of turning him into like what happened to Anakin.
2: Yeah, because he's too attached. It, the, the, that attachment and the fear of losing is
3: what uh,
1: they saw in Anakin. And right. that's why he became Darth Vader. Yeah. So,
3: yeah. Okay, she alluded to that. I didn't
1: make it total sense to me. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, they don't okay. want it to happen again. Got it. Yeah. So how cool would it be if in the future Grogu is like another Darth Vader? <sighs> like he's, he goes on the Sith and he's a yeah.
2: shit. I mean, you, yeah, it's interesting to see what might happen. I think Admiral Thrawn, if they bring him into a Mandalorian, is going to be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, I'm Who's actually that? excited about that. I don't know that. who that is. He's like, um... Going too deep. He's like now. a... Yeah, nice. I know. He's... He's basically like so the thing about the the empire is that they're very like xenophobic they always have like just human only and like like male uh you know type of leaders and so he's a uh, alien and he's blue and he's got red eyes but his whole thing is that he's like super intelligent in in terms of strategy and so he almost has like supernatural powers in in, in reading rooms and being observant and kind of like like Sherlock Holmes and he like He's like undefeatable, unless there's some kind of factor that he mm-hmm. doesn't see.
1: I learned something else. Remember? Oh, there he is! Look at that. Yeah. Where, where do you go to read this stuff? Is there like a uh, is there's like
3: a dork internet? Geekland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: So, so <laughs> oh, I went deep. dude. I learned something else. Remember the bl- the the black lightsaber that the dude pulled out that yeah, one time? Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. that was a okay. There was a Mandalorian that became a Jedi. Yes. At one point, yeah. And that was the Mandalorian Jedi's lightsaber that Wh- he has, which, is, which
2: you see. Who wants that right now? Who right is the that other Mandalorian from the Clone Wars? I oh, forget yeah. her name, but yeah. 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 Yeah, so there you go. all after that.
1: Now you're all up to date.
3: Yeah. yeah, I'm, yeah but I actually feel more lost than when
1: we started <laughs> the conversation.
3: <laughs> no. Again, this
2: is, this is like, dude, it weaves in all these Dark Horse comics. So there's a whole comic book series. There's like cartoons. There's like, you know, excess of all these non-canon book series. Mm. And so they're like putting it all in there. So back to my original question. Are, are the critics happy or are we upset right now? I think all the super geeks are stoked as far as I know, except for, yeah, I don't know. They... I, again i don't think you win everybody over cuz then there's the critic of like well now you're just always catering to the super nerds and not like you know making it about uh, the general public and whatever like, I- what are you talking about so
3: do you think that the so the episodes the two episodes before the jedi episode i i thought were a little bit of a letdown now is that because they were setting really? the- i thought the
2: first opener was amazing uh, the, the one where they're um, the opener. What are you talking about?
3: This is like of season two. No, 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 no. I, I'm not talking. That was amazing. Oh. I'm talking about the last two episodes before the Jedi. We're oh. on episode like six right now. It was oh. episodes like three and four. I don't remember. We're those. that far. Yeah, it's on episode five right now. Episodes three and four were soft. They were 35 minutes and 32 oh, minutes long, yeah. and they
2: were weak. No, yeah. I, I agree with two. I think that. Episode know. one like, was like episode
3: one. Episode one was great. Yeah. The
2: the latest one with Ahsoka, like I, I don't know. Like it's again, I, I think they're trying to now create a whole new dimension of the story. So it's like now they're trying to like pull it into the actual universe.
1: Well, I'll tell you why I think they did a good job. My daughter, who knows nothing and could care less about Star Wars, now has requested to watch yeah, the no, original so, so she Catr- wants to watch the original Star Katrina, Wars. Katrina
3: Katrina's watching Mandalorian. She really likes it and she knows Now is she interested
1: in watching the original or no, not seen? yet. Okay.
3: Yeah. She's but she's bought into the the Mandalorian story and likes the show, mm-hmm. so she watches that with me, which I wasn't sure she was going to. Does Courtney like Star Wars or no? She, um. Yeah. Like not really. Like
2: obviously not. Like it's not helping. It's not helping your sex life <laughs> to watch it with her on <laughs> she, Friday nights. No, I actually have a funny story about that. Right. So. Uh, <laughs> so. So like my my PlayStation, I put it on a hard reset and like it tried to wipe it clean because it's just been nothing but a pain in the ass. Like, uh, for me to, uh, it wasn't accepting any like. Crap credit card payments for all this, like, uh, membership stuff. You have to pay for memberships to be able to, like, unlock certain, like, downloads and games and all this kind of stuff. Anyway, it's it's not just plug and play anymore, right? And right. so I just, like, wipe the whole thing clean. And so I, I still haven't, like, had the time to sit there and mess with it for because you mess with it for hours in a sense when you start, like, trying to, like, do all this stuff and download all mm-hmm. these things. So I'm just, like, playing movies. And so you know, Courtney and I like we go back, you know, to, to the bedroom. We usually watch some TV, and I put on like I put on a uh, Return of the Jedi, I think, and that's on. And then you know we start kind of getting into it. Oh, no. <laughs> Your dream, <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> start like you know, it's like a little handsy, and then <laughs> you know one thing leads to the other, and then uh, like I'm I'm basically looking up there, and I'm like, oh. Uh, uh, this is what, a really good part right here. Yeah, yeah. it's a yeah. really good part yeah. right here. Yeah.
3: You, yeah. Hold yeah. on, babe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Hold on, hold on. Yeah, it's like it's like right where she's like in in the like bikini and everything, oh, like, no. like uh, job of the hut, you know. <laughs>
1: Move your hair, babe. Yeah, yeah.
2: I got to look up at the TV. I'm real quick. All, yeah, the rebels can wait. You know.
1: Yeah. Turn off the TV. I'm gonna Turn finish too fast. I gotta. I gotta, yeah, I, gotta yeah,
2: yeah, I gotta take a second. Oh, oh man. My God. Well,
1: speaking of cool stuff that uh, that happened right around the same time, did you guys uh, watch the Tyson card and all that?
3: So I didn't actually watch it. I've seen the highlights of which, by the way, it seems like uh, Jake Paul's fight stole the show. Oh, dude. Okay, who's well, the guy he, that he fought? He dropped him. First of all, who's, Nate Robinson. How I told you, embarrassing. He was like, oh, bro.
1: You're a pro NBA, you're a professional athlete and he didn't just like win, he like
3: put him out. He killed him. I haven't yeah. seen I haven't seen somebody get knocked out and and faceplant that
1: hard. I don't know if ever. Oh, he went to. He was in another planet. That went, was like he was what, dreaming.
3: Yeah,
2: you remember that? What was that? F- that uh, where where the tough guy challenge or whatever? You remember where like
1: this amateur? Yeah, oh just, yeah. That, that's the last
2: time I've seen somebody like fall to the mat like.
1: Oh, that. he took him out hard. Yeah. That one was great. And then Tyson is just a terrifying human being at fifty four. Was it fifty yeah. four? Yeah. He just it's terrifying. Did I you watch clips? You watch the thing? Yeah. No, you can go on online and uh-huh. watch a bunch of clips. And uh, he won. Uh, they called it a draw but i think he totally won so, that's but what he I just that's moves I like uh, uh, he's obviously not like he was when he was 20 but still at 54 years old is he still is,
2: allowed, landed some power bro
1: he just the way he moves and his balance and the way he throws the
3: punches and, so and, now that we've seen this does it yeah. did anybody get any stats on like the what it drew what it drew pay-per-view wise like money wise that's so what i'm interested in because this could We yeah. should look
1: that up because yeah. Tyson till this day i believe can pull in more money than almost anybody i think no
3: not the mcgregor so i i would be interested to see the money side because this goes back to the original argument that i had with you guys like a year mm. ago when the beginning of this really started right. happening is that this is
1: a, i told yeah, you so much is, yes, yes, how yes, much yes, of yes, it was yes, from yes yeah. that i told He's you been been so all, yeah they're waiting waiting
3: all all week to say i told you so <laughs> no i mean look at we're, what we're seeing i mean i was telling justin this this morning before you walked in here and we were talking about this off air and i said You know, there's. I don't even. I couldn't even give you the top ten pro ranked boxers right now. I couldn't give you the top ten in the world. I I I guarantee that they all have less than. Well, I shouldn't guarantee that because I don't know. Okay, I would. uh, I'm going to guess that they have less than a million followers each. Right? Or they probably are in the hundreds of thousands at best. Mm -hmm, Even the most um, the most famous pro boxers right now in whatever class you want to talk about. Then you have somebody like Jake Paul who's got 19 million followers. I don't know how many million that Nate Robinson kid had. But you get a, you get these two kids who don't even have to be great boxers, but because they have so many people paying attention to them that they decide they're going to talk shit to each other, create the high. I mean, it's like a WWF meets uh, boxing world.
1: Now. Yeah, but so we had a good knockout. Uh, Paul can actually fight. He looks like he can actually fight. I think he was, a, a, if, I, if I'm not mistaken... He was a collegiate wrestler um, when he was in college. Nate Robinson, here's the question I have for him, is why the hell did he agree to do this? This was a lose-lose situation. Well, not if you had a a bunch of money. money. I heard that they got paid dick for this. Oh, really? Yeah, I heard they didn't get paid much at all. Do your research, please. No way, dude. But, okay, still, okay, how much money do you think? I think it was a million dollars. It was something stupid from what I read, but we can look it up. But what's the win-win for him? He 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 wins everybody expects him to win he's a pro athlete. He loses, oh that's terrible, gets knocked out. Like his, he's gonna be made fun of for the well, rest he's of his an, life. He's an ex
3: basketball player, so yeah, I mean, he's, is, is he's he, he making? Never... He's probably not making any money right now. Are you kidding? L-
1: you? Uh, what's no? That can't be. Has right. he yep. ever done a box? Five hundred thousand dollars. There you go. That's
3: guaranteed money, though. Let's guaranteed. See what, yeah, so we'll I have get, no idea. Click on it and tell me what else. because they could have made more than that. They because probably, of, the,
1: cause of the bonus. Look at pay
3: per view bonus money. So I bet you the pay per view money payout was even bigger.
1: I don't know. Let's 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 see. But that's five hundred grand guaranteed for for, for pro. Yeah, I'm with you on that
3: though. That wouldn't be
2: worth it. Like
1: one, that's all he got. Yeah, he spends that much going no, to Vegas. No, yeah,
3: can- but I guarantee that they made. Okay, I bet you the pay per view bonus is bigger than the guaranteed money. I, I would, bet, yeah. so I would yeah. bet so too. Yeah, so too. So I mean, they got. I'm sure he made
1: millions
3: off of that. And if you're a retired basketball player that you don't even know who he is, do you think he's really look at made- that?
1: Jake Paul and Nate Robinson just six hundred grand. So that's but it doesn't say what they got from the pay-per-view which
0: we'll never we don't know. What was the
1: does it does it say what the pay-per-view
0: brought in? <clears throat> it doesn't say, but I did read something that said it was breaking uh records pre mm. pre-fight on pay-per-view revenue. See? Okay. I'm, I bet you he got
3: millions, dude. Mm. Yeah. I bet you he got million a million over well over a million dollars.
1: I guarantee he's not making well, that I would much. I hope money. so. Yeah. yeah do, do you hear? Do you hear what Tyson said afterwards? No. I guess he got super high before he fight, but before the fight, and he's like, <laughs> "I just smoke weed." He goes, "I'm a smoker. That's what I do." Of course, I smoke weed before I fought. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and he still moves Boy, like that. Well, you know what, wow. dude?
3: T- he's promoting his business, right? That's he made a big move into the marijuana. He does. Space, he has yeah. a
1: farm that yeah. apparently uh, re- brings in over a million so dollars a month. So what month a great farm. way to promote
3: your your cannabis
1: business. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah.
3: I, I got high and whooped his ass. You know, <laughs> Smoked my weed. I'll tell you what, yeah. dude. This is
1: this is for, if you're a young man listening right now, you ever want to get in a little tussle with, a, for those ears. with an old boxer, don't do it. I've known a few old boxers, and they, they lose a little bit of speed and agility, but they still hit like a mule. I've uh, I've had some uh, spars with a couple 50-, 60 year old boxers. Well, don't we've talked hard. about this, right? That's yeah. that central
3: nervous system that old yeah. man strength comes from. They, they don't lose that.
1: No, they'll still hit you super hard. Did you see uh, Justin? I want to ask you about this. Did you see that monolith thing that they saw in the Utah desert?
2: I Did, dude. What yeah. was?
1: What, so what's the what's the deal
2: about it's that? Are you reading be the conspiracies? No, I I mean I honestly like I, I remember it went like crazy on the internet and, I, and so I, I looked into it and stuff and and so. Like nobody has any like real solid theories of why it all of a sudden just appeared there and then it it disappeared. It's gone. It now. Disappeared. Yeah. Did you and hear now about it this, Adam? Mm-mm. So and it's
1: like a big shiny metal, it's like
2: three sided. It's like a big. There um, it is. Uh, um, what do they call that? An obelisk. Yeah. Kind of looking uh, structure, but it's it's just all metal, like metal, like all connected together, like just right in the middle
1: of this. Right Canyon there. or is, right. it, is it buried underground too? It, it, it was just there, I guess. It was stuck in the ground too. Duh, um, Doug, what's that movie where there's a big monolith? I feel monolith? like it was a stunt. 2001 it, a Space Odyssey. Yeah. So there's there, It kind of looks like that if you ever watch that. Oh, right. Where the,
2: um, the, the, the the monkeys or the chimps are like yeah. banging on it with the bones and so, stuff. Yeah. So
1: the conspiracy theory that I read that I thought was hilarious. See, there it is right there. Metal monolith that was yeah. just there and then now it's gone. Nobody knows where it went. Right. So, I, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking this may be uh, uh, some kind of publicity for a movie. Yes, exactly. Remember, remember, remember uh, that whole clown scare. Uh, yes, I was just going to
2: mention that with for it.
1: Yes, yeah. do you guys remember that that yeah. Halloween where people there were like clowns running around and people were like there's actual clowns. Yeah, that there are was trying
2: to-. clowns like I think they were paid to, to to go out and scare people and like harass them. And it stuff. was
1: great publicity for it. Totally. So that's that's what I think it is. But anyway, there, one conspiracy was that aliens. Plugged in a USB to the Earth and downloaded all of our information. <laughs> took <it>. A USB? <laughs> yeah, took it back. You get a floppy disk yeah. just shoving it in like... Uh. We, have, we have all the information. In the Grand can Canyon, get. you get this big floppy disk. On okay. the Earthlings. Take it back now. That's what a stupid. great theory. I think you're right. I think a, a movie theory. Probably going to be some movie that comes out. Yeah. And what brilliant marketing. Because well, everybody
2: yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Because well, here's the other thing. I mean, the government, remember that, that release that they talked about that they, they finally said that they did have like some alien yes. like, craft remnants and like they came open with it, and nobody cared at this point they're just like yeah whatever
1: You're, right now for news to for you to produce news that hits like the, <laughs> over COVID like <laughs> it's gotta be like I don't crazy. know what it's yeah it's, it's gotta be crazy it can't be like we found aliens it's like that's oh, on page three <laughs> yeah but what are they doing yeah exactly
3: <laughs> <laughs> speaking of the COVID stuff you sent an article over that okay so I and I I, I never brought this up on air I've been going back and forth with my my buddy uh, since the beginning of all this. And I said, um, you know, the thing that I'm going to be the stat that I'm most interested in reading um, at the end of this year is what this year looks like for total deaths in the United States of all cause, right? All cause at the end of the year. And is it uh you know millions or hundreds of thousands way more than right. every other Has ev- it skyrocketed or right. is it about the same right and and so i would actually like look this up and i could never get this answer mm-hmm. so as the every time i try and search this i get cdc and covid deaths and record month of march i just all the mm-hmm. articles i was reading i couldn't get like what is like i wanted to see what is total deaths you know, in, in the United States in 2012, 13, 14, 15, and yeah, then- Yeah, and is, is, it,
1: is it much higher now? Yeah. So there was this, this is a little controversial, there was this article that was published, it was put out on the internet by Johns Hopkins yes. University. Johns Hopkins. At Johns Hopkins, and then they- re- Very,
2: very reputable source.
1: Yeah, but then they retracted it. They took yeah. it out, or I don't know why. Because it was, of political pressure, I mean, think about it. Maybe, right? So it's gone, why, well, but luckily- Anything that goes on the internet, you could that even if it's gone, you can find it again. So there's this website. I think it's like webarchive, something like that, .com or something like that. Anyway, a uh, buddy of mine who's super into this kind of stuff sends me the actual article that they had initially posted, and it states in it that there are no excess deaths this year compared to previous years. So we do have COVID deaths, but when they look at all deaths, mm-hmm. uh, including heart disease, pneumonia, like everything that there's no difference uh, this year versus...
0: Have you tried to look this up, Doug? I'm looking for it right now. And
1: so
3: I bet you're going to run into the same problem I had. Like, I was trying to find this months ago. Yeah, I want to confirm this, right? Right. I was trying to find this months ago, and every time I I searched for this, all I got was, like, COVID, CD... I bet you... Is that what you're looking at right now, Doug? Yeah. See? So That's, the American how Institute How weird is that. That's so weird to I, me.
2: I try and save as many of these articles as I can because they do. They just disappear all of a sudden. Well here, like here's oh, one. I've been I've been like banking these.
1: Here's one where you can find it. It's the American Institute for Economic Research. They posted the study that shows that there were no uh, that the study says that there were no excess deaths. And I'm looking at None or twelve thousand. I thought I read twelve thousand. No, no, no in other words, there's nothing out of the ordinary. when you look at total deaths, there's nothing out of the ordinary in comparison to previous uh, years is what it's saying in the yeah. study. Which is this weird because
2: we, we have more, doesn't say people aren't getting sick. That what do you got to Okay, so about deaths.
0: according to the CDC, from January to October, U.S. had 299,000 more deaths than in the previous year. Mm, okay. So. Well, maybe this is-
1: Yeah. See, that's the thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know because I'm reading these right. articles and I'd like to confirm them myself.
0: Right. So I don't know.
1: Well, you're it's... the you're the you're the Google master here. I'm the one I tried to I tried to figure this <laughs> I out. That I was the uh, I gave up on the one. ambassador of health.
3: Yeah, that too. <laughs> now I'm the Google
1: <laughs> Yeah. Google master. Yeah, no,
3: no. I, I tried Google to find error. this and I dead end, man. It was dead. It was you know, this there's two things this year that I've tried to like like I don't spend that much time googling, right? So the that and I wanted to know where the all the BLM money was going. Those two things I have Googled like crazy and can't seem to get a good answer. It's so weird to me. that Anything else that I try and search for, not... not Put your tinfoil hat (laughs) on. Yeah,
2: that's a tinfoil. We have to say that. Speaking
1: uh, of uh, of COVID, um, I was talking to somebody in my DMs um, over the vaccines that are coming out. Mm -hmm. So this person works in research and development for uh, vaccines and for medicine. And he and he was explaining to me why or how they get, they're getting this vaccine to come to become approved so much faster than in the past. Because mm-hmm. I've made comments in the past that are like, "Oh, I don't know if I trust the vaccine that you know it only took a year to get you know to pass all these different tests, where others take ten years or longer." He said it's all because they cut out all the red tape. It, a lot of the uh, of the reason why it takes so many years to get something approved is waiting. Waiting for. Yeah, but that isn't the red. That's the red tape is the precaution. No, 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 no.
3: The te- no, yeah. no, the testing is they the cut, same. They cut yeah. out all the red tape. Like, we didn't do any trials on monkeys. <laughs> we didn't do any of that. <laughs> no, no, any no. That, that bullshit. That's not Straight what I'm talking about. Yeah. No, I'm literally talking. how
1: this happens. I'm literally talking about waiting, waiting, approval. Ask for this. Wait, wait. He says they fast tracked it, moved it to, to the front of the list the testing is the same he said it's the the there's well trials with 30,000 okay, people ch- i'm going to
3: challenge that a little bit because it, it normally takes 10 years right that's what it takes something like that right so but t- part of the testing is just waiting yeah right part of the test is look it doesn't do anything right away but mm. we'll know in 5 years when it has to pass right. all these side other things side effects
2: that
1: maybe yeah. underlying so i asked, I asked side him that and what he told me and this is according to him okay so maybe someone correct me if maybe he's wrong but that happens at the end it's at the end of the process that they actually start to do the human trials and then get to that, par- that part of the process. Hmm. Wow. So you mean like 10 years to get a It's drug- just a big It's a big bureaucratic nightmare. I know, but uh, what yeah. I'm saying is, so
3: you mean to tell me that, 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 that the 10 years of trying to get something passed, there's no human trials until
1: after it gets passed and then? It's towards the end is what he said. So I don't know exactly what that means. That seems weird And to he me. said that this, he said because they fast-tracked this and because uh, of how it was done, he goes, no, this is it would be as safe as one uh, that would be released with the you know through the normal means or whatever yeah in terms of testing Now,
3: i'm not a big conspiracy guy i'm not one that's saying that i am or i'm not going to do it but it still seems i'm not and i'm not saying i wouldn't do it but mm-hmm. it does seem that uh, weird to me that you think that uh, something could be the same as a, something that takes 10 years because you've got 10 years of okay we've tried this on somebody and we haven't had any reactions that didn't you know uh, arise like five years later or seven you, years later.
1: You know, that sounds right to me. However, I would never underestimate the the incredible inefficiency of the bureaucracies that are put in place. Yeah. Have you ever tried to get something through yeah. and then you end up waiting a year, two years, mm-hmm. or just go get in line... Try and go get your passport at the post office. You you get there before they open. You got to wait in line three hours just to get through. What's the
2: updates with the Russian vaccine?
1: I don't know about the Russian one, but I do know that the- Yeah, one day 1% ahead of us. Yeah, because they started like early. I have no idea. Did you see the post they did on Instagram with that? No. Oh, it's hilarious. No, I didn't see it. Yeah, so it's like like I'm telling everybody, hey, I don't want to let everybody know, but- I got the vaccine. I, I'm one of the test subjects for Russia. But then, as you read it, I start speaking Russian. Yeah, so <laughs> there's no side effects. Just slowly then, gets into it. Uh, you you like, keep going. Uh, yeah, the, the Moderna one is the one that I think that they're they're moving at the uh, at the front list. Look, I saw this with um, uh, GW Pharmaceutical when they got their CBD drug through to treat. Certain forms of epilepsy in children, Mm -hmm. they got fast tracked and they were able to get that thing through in like a couple years. And that's a, it's that, so they fast tracked that. And that's not even, that wasn't even this whole COVID thing. Mm -hmm. Apparently, also, there's a new way of making these vaccines that was just developed because of COVID, because all these companies going in, lots of government money, lots of funding. And apparently, it could revolutionize the way we make vaccines moving forward. All I know is
2: my understanding through all of this stuff has been way off. Watching the movie Outbreak,
1: mm, yeah, I, I didn't watch that. You didn't I, watch I, that? No, it scared The me, whole dude.
2: thing about it was like trying to retrace like the origin and get the uh, chimpanzee or whatever it was that started it all. I'm like, where's the pangolin? Yeah, <laughs> in the, all this, like we're not trying to go get the pangolin and and, and make a vaccine from. <laughs> For the the bat. This is Hollywood
3: science.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't watch that on purpose. Yeah, I, I feel like that would terrify it, me. It was.
3: It went. Yeah. It went viral again. You saw that, right? It like surfaced as one of the, like the top watched uh, films in the last like I month know. or two. Oh, I'm sure that's how you watched it. I'm sure it popped. I up probably on your did see it again. Yeah. yeah. You guys noticed that? How uh, like crazy different? Uh, like Netflix has gotten so good at the like algorithms to like make the make a movie or also to recommend. Like when somebody else, I can always tell when someone else is using my Netflix. I got Algorithm in, uh, changes, yeah. Because when I'm I'm up at the truckie House, I'm, I get on there and uh, my account's logged in, so I'm yeah. getting like all these Adam has those ancient aliens, yeah, bro. Now all of my, totally I'm a like, fucking Justin <laughs> watching my account, dude. I got all this weird conspiracy shit on my. <laughs>
2: no, on my it's no... just ancient aliens. Yeah, oh, oh, sleep man, that's that great. between
3: that and then like when vacations are around, all the teenagers screw up the freaking algorithm. Dude.
1: That's why that it stupid... recommends terrible movies. That's so why yeah. that stupid movie Knock Knock was was a number one. It was the <laughs> yeah. dumb, the dumbest movie. Oh,
3: I watched another terrible movie. Movie. man, I don't, don't another that. it was Netflix like number four or something this last week. Do
1: you guys have a favorite Christmas movie? Like, do you guys have? A I was movie just going to ask you National you guys Lampoons.
3: Oh, uh, so you, So you know what's funny? So Love it. Uh,
1: I haven't seen that in a while. I actually, just watched that. It's
3: rated like number two all time. Oh, yeah. it's my yeah, yeah, favorite. Yeah. So
1: I went to watch it with my kids. Right, this my daughter makes me so happy. I hope this never changes. I'm sure it will though. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, we're gonna watch a Christmas movie. You guys have never seen this before. Um, it's a movie I watched when I was a kid. So I pull it up uh, to watch it, and my daughter's like. I can't watch that. I'm like, why? She's like, it's PG thirteen. Yeah. I can't watch it. Cause she's eleven. I'm like, hair. oh man, yeah. <laughs> she's such a goody too. She's, I hope she never changes. Two years. You know what I'm uh, saying? Uh, I hope she never sorry, I can't drink.
3: I'm not twenty one. Yeah. Oh. So did you guys start that in your house? Like so it started for us, right? Like oh, yeah. every every night we're watching yeah. Christmas. The movies. whole
2: uh, Christmas thing went like bonanza uh this this week. So we already like I already like put all the lights up and, and got the tree and all that stuff. So we watched <laughs> Elf and then we watched uh, the Christmas Vacation, and then now we got to watch like, They wanted to watch uh, Home Alone right after that, which is another great one. And I'm yeah. like, dude,
1: chill out. Yeah, We're not even in December yet. That's great. No, Elf, my-
2: is-,
3: Elf is one of my favorites.
2: Elf? Yeah. Elf's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's it's best. Best. I like, Um, personally, Die Hard. I think Die Hard's the best Christmas <laughs> movie. I do. Of that was the movie. That.
3: The movie that I watched. Okay, so how funny is this? This is this is this is Netflix. Okay, okay. And, Rocky right. is a love story. Okay. No, no, no. Die Hard. Okay, Die Hard is <laughs> it is a Christmas yeah. movie. No, 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 no. Listen, Die Hard is argued as one of the, as a classic Christmas movie, even though it's really not. Right? Okay, so uh, Netflix comes out with Hard to Kill, which has featured Bruce Willis, mm. and it's right now in the top ten. Smart. Netflix. Terrible movie. Yeah. Terrible
1: what? Terrible movie. Really? So that's the new Terrible. one. Terrible. Yes. Uh, not oh, wow. worth watching whatsoever.
3: Okay. <laughs> my favorite so we um I just found these two that now, of course, I have Max, right? So my favorite's changing because it's not exactly what I like. It's like shows that I can keep him watching. So there's this series on I want to say it's either Apple or Disney has it. They're twenty Bob mi- the builder. No, no, no. They're, tw- they're twenty they're <laughs> twenty-minute long. They're twenty-minute long. Christmas um, there's two of them. And they're one's called Prep and Landing. And the other one is called... Uh, it's, a, it's like the sequel to that. Uh, Prep and Landing, I can't think of... Anyways, it's like 20 minutes long, and it reminds me a little bit of Arthur's Christmas, which is also another favorite of mine. So I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys have watched that one. Or not. It's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. But it's done... It's, uh, it's like... Christmas like futuristic for like kids in this generation that like understand tech and then probably like and your your kids would like this because mm. they probably sit down and look at the old Christmas like oh that's so fake there's no way you could do this yeah. so they utilize like all all modern technology to get the presents to you know all the
1: kids and shit so it's interesting oh them. okay yeah, yeah that's that's all right. I like yeah. Christmas story is my favorite. That's still my favorite. Uh, yeah, You'll shoot Corny your eye that. out. That's got to be. The, I mean, it's got to be the best one. It's a I would, classic. Yeah, I would, I would think so, right? Yeah. Did yeah. you guys start your uh, Black Friday and Christmas shopping? Did you guys get that done yet? I just- A little bit. Just got my daughter something on Amazon. Literally like- That's it? Right before we started. That's about all I did.
3: I think I got, so, I mean, I, most of my family that I'm going to say this don't listen to the show, so I'm okay. I think I bought five. Five or six pairs of Felix Grace. Oh, yeah. I bought two, yeah, for my brother and my dad. Perfect gift. Yeah, it is. You That's know? actually a great idea. It's no, really,
1: yeah, it's simple as that.
3: It is. It's a, good, it's a really good gift.
1: I was just having that conversation with my uh, cousin because his he went and got his testosterone levels checked and they were low. Mm-hmm. And um, he says, first thing, of course, I told him, I said, fix your sleep. And he goes, well, my sleep's okay. I said, do you wake up at night? He goes, yeah, I wake up like two or three times every night. How many hours of sleep do you get? Six hours? I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fix your sleep. Watch your testosterone go up. So I talked to him about wearing blue uh, blue light blocking glasses. And uh, he's, I mean, it's he's so common
3: stuff. that we – I mean, you guys got to see this in the kids' behaviors too, right? Like, mm-hmm. It's so common for you to take your phone into your bed. Mm-hmm. I mean, we become so attached to this thing. It's like another limb of ours. That, and I, And I know this is true to other people because I'm fully aware and I still fucking do it. So mm-hmm. I know if I'm yeah. doing it and I'm aware of it – how many other people mindlessly just do that where you just grab your phone to you go in bed and then when you lay down before you actually go to sleep, you probably surf the internet for half hour, hour before you fall asleep and don't realize how much that disrupts your sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just simply being disciplined to like throw the glasses on makes a huge difference. It makes difference. a huge difference. Huge. huge difference. And
1: speaking of sleep, uh, dude, you totally called it. Remember how I told you I was sleeping in another room during the week because I have to wake up to go to work Yeah, so that I don't, I don't wake up with the baby every you know few hours or whatever? Yeah. You called it, dude. I need to change the, the bed in the other room. Uh, it's uh, it's it's one of those couch beds or whatever, <laughs> and it is fucking bro, shit. Exactly. And you know what makes me upset? You're I upgrade, dude. I took pride when I was younger. I took pride in the fact that I could sleep anywhere. I could sleep on the floor. I could sleep in a chair. I'd wake up feeling like nothing. Yeah. Can't do it anymore. No. Now I wake up and I got to do mobility work for 15 minutes before I go downstairs and drink a glass of water because
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: I'm stiff as hell.
2: Uh, I'm not a couch sleeper anymore.
1: I, oh, I still work.
3: remember the day that I got on the online and like just bought all that shit in one buy. I was so irritated and frustrated after another bad night's sleep of sleeping on our spare room bed and I was Dude, like, that's you, it. You know I'm what outf- it. I'm outfitting this and thing. And you know what it is? Yeah.
1: It's the dumbest thing. The So when you pull the bottom of the thing out so that it becomes a bed, it's- literally like a half an inch of a difference in height oh my, between the bottom like of the like tub. a futon? Yeah. So. Oh my God. So I'm, it's just a tiny, it's not even a half, it's like the tiniest difference. But mm-hmm. that little bit of difference puts my spine out of alignment. Now <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, ah, I'm hurting. So I'm like, what, do I sleep in the bed with Jessica and the baby and wake up every three hours? It's comfortable? Or do no. I sleep in the- Hard ass. Get you know, yourself a new bed. I might, might have. It's, to.
3: Wor- it's worth it. You know, what, the, the way I justified it was this: we have company come over and stay in that room all the time. Which now I also I felt bad. I was like, oh man, I've been making people sleep. Well, on I don't see. Thing. I
1: don't want to put a full bed because it, we got to put it, make it a nice chair because it's the baby's room. It's not just the guest room. The baby's going to be sleeping in there at some point, uh. so I can't put a full bed in there. It'll take up too much space. Mm. oh yeah yeah so yeah, i don't know i'm i'm a little yeah. bit screwed you are you get
2: those air mattresses yeah actually those aren't bad some of them are really good they're actually not yeah. too bad no it's not a bad call yeah yeah, yeah. you know Je-
1: jessica she's so funny i'm gonna call her out right now she uh she's you know women are really really smart on complimenting Like great, they, with, they great know how practice. to do it in a way to where mm-hmm. you don't realize that they're trying to make you feel good like i'm not so good right so she might be saying something. I'd be like, but honey, you're beautiful. And then she'd be like, oh, you're just saying that because I you know, made a negative comment. Well, anyway, I was commenting on, I, was, I weighed myself on the scale and I'm tipping the scales at new, a new record for me over the last few years. Yeah. And so I'm making this comment. So like literally the next day, right? And this is how I know she was full of crap. She comes up to me, she goes, are you on gear? I'm like, gear? What the hell? <laughs> That's you, not a word you, that you use. She's like, yeah, you look. She you really- listen to this show. Exactly. And she's like, you, you look really good. Are you on something that I don't know about? Good word. And for a second, I'm like, wow, she thinks I'm on like some new supplement or something. Yeah. Like, what's going? Then I thought about it after. I'm like, wait a minute, she doesn't talk that way. Like, you're trying to make me feel better <laughs> with your fake, your fake question. <laughs> yeah. Are you on something? Well, <laughs> see, I didn't you even realize. Gear?
2: Yeah, I didn't realize I was like. Uh, so Courtney like called me skinny. He's like, oh my god, you look so skinny. Look Wrong great. word. I was like, and <laughs> I. I was like, yeah, whatever, like none of that those words like affect me, but like skinny? I'm like, skinny? No, I'd rather be like, you know, like husky or you know fluffy than skinny. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I was not want to be
1: skinny. They ordered a pizza right away. Yeah, <laughs> I started eating. That's what I started son. putting it down. Yeah, my son told me that. He's, He's like no, lean, lean. Whatever. He's like, no, you look like you a guy who likes to work out but also likes to eat burgers. I'm like, thanks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what, did he, what the, what the yeah. hell's that uh, mean? What did, he me? what, what did he call me? What did he
3: call me? you guys did the uh when you're you last time we all hung out with your family. A dad. Go, yeah. Something yeah, like that? Yeah, he says just, Justin was the surfer. What do you say? A buff surfer
2: guy? Yeah. yeah. That's a great compliment. I, li- I like that. That's yeah. an awesome yeah. compliment. That's a yeah.
1: shocking arnar. Yeah, and what yeah, do you yeah. <laughs> what do you think of Adam? He's a dad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's totally a dad. Like you could tell.
1: That's so great. <laughs> There's oh, no buff
2: in front of that. That's, yeah, that's yeah, just, man. I'm, just dad.
1: I'm having so much fun right now with the with the baby and the kids because the you know this week the kids are with me because they alternate with their you know I alternate with their mom, and I'm watching the kids now bond with the baby. Mm. Oh, it's the best thing, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. My daughter's like. So my son. Is, I've told you guys this before. He's like an android. So his, his emotions are pretty, like, you don't really know what he's yeah. feeling. Yeah. He's like Spock. Yeah. But yeah. we did this, we did these pictures with the baby, these newborn pictures or whatever. And so we had him hold the baby. And he's like, <laughs> he's got this smile on his face. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, look, I'm looking at Jessica I'm like He's ecstatic right now <laughs> He's so excited yeah. That's how he expresses tip, himself Tipping the scale right yeah. now yeah. Yeah. And my daughter's like She just wants to squeeze him All the time But he's still so young That yeah. it's hard for her To like hold him And play with him yeah, yeah. So I'm like You gotta wait Like another month or two She's like That's a long time yeah. I don't wanna wait that long So
3: how I mean what's going on right now Cause we, it's been almost a week Right since we've all been together So what's sleep look like right now What's feeding looking like right now I mean I see he's so alive alert eyes wide open yeah. looking lifting his head up already like
1: he smiles socially which is pretty cool that's pretty fun so i can make him smile um sometimes uh we're still doing the you know jessica's still pumping after every uh, feeding yeah just to get you know more and more milk right, right. and she's starting to make uh, more and more now so that's really good mm. um everything's going great man it's it, i'm having a blast right now i'm really having a lot of fun and i'm Way more involved uh, with him than I was with my other two when they were babies. I think it's just because I told you guys I want to be much more present because it happened so fast the last couple times. Yeah. yeah. Now, so have just, you
3: annoyed Jessica because you're you're overly now? Have no, you? she loves it. Oh, okay, so you no, haven't no, she, you haven't like uh, overcompensated because of no, that, no, she's no. like, hey, dude, leave me alone for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, No,
1: no, she loves. <laughs> Let it, me man. handle this. And I'm like feeding her to like you know because she's making milk right. So yeah. I'm like making her, like, bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches. Uh, yeah. and was, she's like, stop feeding me. And I'm giving her protein bars no, and Organifi. Like, Here you go, you, you got to get you one of those little fake boobs. Yeah, she, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs>
3: i can see you doing that no, I, can, I can see that that'll too, get like, a little bit yeah. i can see that well, at what point at what point do you introduce them to like green juice and stuff like the that? the baby yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: no i not i don't know <laughs> not now Put no too early or what What's yeah her? yeah
3: no not too early is it no it's, no 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 yeah.
1: I'm, I'm making sure that her well i'm helping her right make sure that her calories are good and that her protein intake is good um so protein is really important don't want to be low in anything, so it's not like you can't go low carb or low fat. Definitely not low fat. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're supp- you know, making sure like she gets her. So it's
3: Katrina it's- had a supplement. Did you? Uh, did what do you mean? Well, because
1: she was not
3: eating enough to get enough protein in, so we were using protein shakes. Was she really? Yeah, yeah, it was pr- pretty consistently too. Yeah. So-, so that was that was something that, and she noticed a difference in her production in milk when she was and when she wasn't. There was times when we were trying to be like all natural, no protein shakes, anything like that in there, but she just wasn't getting enough protein, and then as soon as we started a supplement, she would notice a big
1: difference. We're doing some of that, too, um, but I think we're okay if we just – I think we'd be okay if we just stuck to food, but we're doing everything right now. Did you know that – what are those types of beers that are dark, and they have like the big – I like, yes yeah yes. did you know that that's supposed to help produce yes, yes. iron There's yeah it's the we- no it's the wheat
3: it. it's the wheat that's in the in the beer that does that yeah so you that. make those little wheat cookies and stuff like that that'll help production lactation
1: katrina. cookies mm. yes that's what they call them uh-huh. yeah i know yep. because we have a postpartum doula who <sighs> makes them all the time that was a big difference for katrina really
3: yeah and she messed she did the beer the but she noticed that the beer and the um
1: and the cookies were about the same so she just did the cookies right mm-hmm. so but she just <laughs> yeah she tried both beer beer's so. more fun yeah dude but yeah no a Apparently, it makes a, a difference to do those types of things. Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, uh, you know what else? Uh, I have, so she's not doing this, but I'm looking this up. So, creatine. I'm reading more and more studies about the longevity effects of uh, and health effects of creatine. So, I'm going to research and see if it even makes a difference for a breastfeeding mom uh, to supplement with creatine because it's got some like brain boosting effects and longevity effects. And oh yeah, I, I mean, I, I just read a study that showed that it's good for. Uh, heart health and organ health, even. Yeah. So it, it's she, the wellness supplement they didn't even realize it, it is, and it's yeah. going to you're going to see it now start to break through into other aspects of uh, the health space, not just fitness, but rather longevity and wellness and anti aging. Mark my words, you're going to see that. So right. it's blow J- up. is Jessica sure. not
3: using any of our partners, any of our supplements at
1: all? Uh, the, just the protein from Organifi sometimes. That's it. Yeah.
3: How, how often are you guys having to supplement, you think?
1: Um, it's not super often. It depends on what we'll have for, for dinner or for lunch. Yeah. But because she likes protein, it's usually an issue as to whether or not we made an, made. Food or not? If it's there, she'll eat it. Now is she tracking, or is she just kind of going? No. Oh, okay. No, no. no yeah, Katrina
3: don't. was tracking. We had, we were, we were like pretty because she was. I was when we were first starting. Like we would pay attention to like the milk production, things like that. And she would tell me like, "What do you think it is?" And I said, "Well, I can't tell unless you start tracking for me." So I'd make her track, and then we'd sit at night and be like, "How do you feel today? Mm -hmm. What do you notice? Is your milk production up or down? Like, how's he? Like, we—it's such a thing. Yeah, yeah, she would notice a difference uh, how he reacts
1: by how she eats too. So you want to hear something weird? So this is what's real, real real weird, right? So she was using. Did you know that uh, women can use the pump, the breast pump? And and they won't get out as much milk as having a right. baby on the on the breast. Right. So the pump could do the thing all day long or whatever, and it may not get it nearly as much milk as a baby. It's there's a hormone in his saliva, right, that 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 hits the nipple and that causes. Well, that? so here's this, this this is funny, right? So we we're, 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 we had this lactation consultant we were talking to, just trying to figure things out or whatever, and she was telling us this. And so she's like have she's like see because the pump was doing its thing and then it stopped and she goes you probably still have more cuz she felt like she still wasn't empty. Yeah. She's like you probably still have more. She goes you know see if your husband can get so so this is true right? So Jessica <laughs> comes up to me and she goes I want you to try and get uh, some milk out. And I'm like, babe, I'm like, yeah, no. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like babe, that's weird. I can't. I can't do that. She's yeah. like, why? It's What's the difference? It's yeah, like, well, I'm like, because it's not sexual. Yeah. You want me to do it? It's the babies. They're milk I feel, bags yeah, now, dude. I feel weird. That's, that's yeah. how it works. Like, I feel weird trying this out or whatever. Yeah. So, she's like, so she convinced me. I tried it. I couldn't get any out. So then she did it to herself, got milk out. So for whatever reason, I could not get. She could do it herself. Wow, that's yeah. a talent. Yeah, wow, that's know. kind of a I hot, a hot I mean, thought. Sorry. not. <laughs> you know what's funny? As the words, as the words are coming out of my mouth, <laughs> you're like, "Oh no, I'm in for it. hey, as the words are coming out of my mouth, I'm like, "Damn, I shouldn't have wow. said that!"
0: Dude. Yeah, that wow, is, that yeah. is, I couldn't impressive. get it out, dude. Yeah, yeah, I don't wow. know what I was. I had a bad latch. This quaz brought to you by Organifi. How do you know if you have metabolic damage or if you have a healthy m- metabolic rate? All right, so first off, uh,
1: to be clear, the term metabolic damage was a term coined by the fitness industry um, really to kind of illustrate or explain a slow metabolism, right? So somebody who metabolism naturally doesn't burn a lot of calories. You know, I could say, "Hey, your metabolism doesn't burn a lot of calories," but I could probably sell more stuff if I say you have my- metabolic damage. Okay, so that's yeah. that's an important. I want you thing. to feel bad about it. Yeah, it's an important thing to, and we've said it before. Well, I was going to say, I'm just as guilty of yeah, using. Yeah, we've
2: this. used
3: it's a, it's a simple. It's an easy way to get somebody across, like how you fucked up their metabolism, is so right. We need to address it.
1: Right, but to be clear, it doesn't mean that you're that you're sick or ill or unhealthy or something's wrong right. with your metabolism. In fact, if your metabolism is not burning many calories unless you are ill or you've really, really starved yourself or really extreme in, in those uh, cases. It's doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah. You have a healthy metabolism. It's slowing down because you've, you've told it to, you've taught it to slow down through maybe reducing your calories for too long, going on diets, not being active, maybe training in a way that tells your body to have right. a slow metabolism. Lots of lots of cardio, no strength training, for example, can do that. So how do you know if you have a healthy metabolism? Well, if you're if you're unhealthy in other ways, then maybe something's going on, but you're probably okay with your metabolism. Now, if your question is, how do I get my metabolism to speed up, or should I get my metabolism to speed up? It's a very personal question. It's individual. Um, do you, Are you happy with the amount of calories that you burn all the time on your own, or do you find yourself feeling like you're starving Eating your your daily uh, caloric uh, well, maintenance.
3: Let's talk about some. Let's talk about some examples of where we've seen uh, the most metabolic damage. In other words, yeah. like what types of clients? So what competitors or ultra marathoners, right? So yeah. so what I what I see what I see this uh, most common in like the clients that I would get that had this uh, the most uh, severe metabolic damage. And really, what that is, and I do that in air quotes because like Sal is saying that it's not really damage; it's doing what you've told it to do. But why is your metabolism so slow? The people that 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 tend to be the worst for me that I would get um, are clients that were really overweight. So they were beyond 50 pounds overweight and they had gained and lost weight for many, many years up and down. Mm -hmm. And many times it looked Mm -hmm. like this really hardcore uh, restrict mm-hmm. they they went on some crazy weird you know lettuce or cabbage diet a lot or they would just eat way less or fast or mm-hmm. you know slim fast yeah exactly they would do some really low calorie ways of losing weight and they would lose a bunch of weight that way and then they would go back and they would binge and they would do this yo-yo dieting for many years. Mm-hmm. And and over time, you know, it went from they were 50 pounds overweight to 60 pounds overweight to 70 pounds and eventually 100 pounds or so overweight. And they had been doing that to their their body. That's case number one that I'd see that's most common with like somebody who has a really, really slow metabolism. The other is like what Justin was alluding to, like your athletes or your competitors that are on lower type calorie diets and they have a lot of stress, whether it be exercise, running for a very long time, um, or just eating really, really low calorie for a very, very long time. Those tend to be the mo- and with lots of stress. Mm-hmm. Those two things tend to be the most common like offenders for me as far as clients. Yeah, especially
1: yeah. if it's a lot of um, endurance type training. Um, that's where you start to see the metabolism yeah. adapt. Really, that's what's happening. Your metabolism is adapting. So yeah. if you are doing an activity that requires very little strength uh, and little muscle, and you're doing a lot of it, and doing that activity burns calories, um, then what will happen is your, your, your body will start to adapt. And the way it adapts is it says, okay, we're burning lots of calories during this activity. We need endurance. We don't need a lot of muscle and strength. Um, let's learn how to conserve calories. We pair muscle down. We slow the metabolism down so that this person can continue to do this and become a more efficient, better endurance machine. And so you see this with people who do like the cardio fanatics Mm -hmm. who come in and I would see these in the gym. I'd manage gyms and there would be those members that would come in and they'd do the same thing every time they come in five or six days a week. Mm -hmm. They'd get on the elliptical for 40 minutes. They'd get on the treadmill for 40 minutes. They'd get on another piece of cardio for 40 minutes and they'd do that every day and then they'd be, but they'd still be. 25 or 30 pounds overweight. And it's
2: almost impossible to convince them otherwise because they've like conditioned it in their brain that whatever they eat, they look at the calories of what they're eating and they want to equate that to the amount of calories that they're burning in the gym, not knowing that over this long period of time that they've been doing the same exact thing. They've actually been slowing their metabolism down, which now brings uh, you know any excess of their, uh, their maintenance calories, which their maintenance calories goes down, ends up uh, starting to stack up against them.
1: Dude, there was this guy that used to come in and you guys probably, because you guys were in Santa Teresa too, uh black dude would wear sweater and do cardio and just sweat through the whole sweater. Yeah. And he'd come in every morning, every single morning. I remember this guy. We used to have to tell him to put towels underneath his, uh, yeah. underneath his uh, bike. Yes. So he did, just that's all he did. He did cardio. He'd come in and do a ton of cardio. That's it. And he was yeah. probably 20 pounds overweight. So not like super overweight, about 20 pounds. But did cardio, 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 never touched the weights, never touched the machines. And I ended up striking up conversations with him, asked him what his goals are. Oh, I just want to maintain. I said, well, do you, you know, at the time, I was trying to see if you would be interested in training because I could see that he was doing the same thing all the time. And I said, well, if you could have another goal, what would it be? And so I'd like to get a little leaner. I said, oh, well, um, have you looked at your diet? And he goes, oh, I track my diet. And we talked about diet. And he did. He had a booklet. And he wrote everything down, had all his calories down. And this guy was consuming under 2,000 calories a day. He wasn't a small guy. He was as tall as I was, probably, I don't know, 200 pounds, could you know stand to lose about 20 pounds. Eating under 2,000 calories a day would come in and do routinely an hour and a half of cardio um, every single day. And that was really one of the first times that it dawned on me. I was like, man, this guy his body has learned to burn so few calories that he can literally... 1,800 calories is how he maintains 20 pounds overweight. And so I talked to him about lifting weights. I wasn't able to get through to him. He continued to do what he did. But again, this is what your body does. It's just how you train your body. When When we use the word workout, switch that with the word train. You are training your body when you're working out. And the reason why you're training your body is you're training your body to get better at what you're teaching it to do or what your workouts are doing. And if your workouts are high calorie burning, require very little muscle, um, then your body's gonna learn to adapt uh, to that workout by slowing down its metabolism. If your workouts don't necessarily burn a ton of calories, but require a lot of strength and muscle, well, now your body's like, let's build this big, let's build this muscle and we can be uh, less efficient with calories and speed up our burn. I think this is so nuanced because it's this big spectrum. Right. And you have like extreme
3: metabolic damage on one side, and then you have everything in the middle. Right. Like, you know, you have a healthy metabolism, you have a metabolic, like really extreme metabolic damage, and then you have this everything in between. And so it's so nuanced and individualized that it's like, uh, where am I on that? And it's all about what how you're training it. Yeah. So you can you don't have to be this extreme marathon runner to feel your metabolism slowing down. You don't necessarily have to have metabolic damage to feel your metabolism slowing down. If you eat less and less calories and exercise more and more and more, especially if you're doing things like cardio, which doesn't demand a lot of muscle, you're teaching the body to become very efficient and not need a lot of calories.
0: Next question is from Grant Satterweight. Could someone realistically run MAPS Anabolic Forever with progressive overload and still make progress?
1: Yeah, you definitely could. Um, the program was designed to be able to be done in cycles over and over again. Is it ideal? No, it's not ideal. Ideally speaking, when we're talking about a lifetime of exercise, a lifetime of fitness, a lifelong relationship with uh, you know exercise and maintaining strength and mobility and muscle and all that stuff, then you want to train lots of different ways. MAPS Anabolic is excellent at building muscle, speeding up the metabolism, and getting you really strong. It's not the best program we have for mobility. It's not the best program we have for stamina. It's not the best program that we have. If you start to become advanced, then you want to develop more muscle and sculpt your what body. Right? sculpting, yeah no. yeah. so so it, it, your best bet would be to, and this is why we have so many programs. Part of the reason why we have so many programs is to help people who have different goals and different fitness levels. But the bigger part, because you got to remember, um, we're trainers first, we're podcasters second. We were all trainers for for 20 years. I've only been podcasting for five years. We designed all the programs because we thought to ourselves, what if somebody follows all of our programs? What are we going to have them do next? What would we have them do next? We're at the point now where we have all the programs that you would need to have an amazing balance mm-hmm. uh, with your fitness for the rest of your life, where you just follow one after another And you'd be able to really develop an incredible physique, avoid injury, have great mobility, great strength, uh, maintain leanness, all that stuff. So you could totally do one program over and over again. But ideally, you would go through different programs. It could definitely be a
2: frequent flyer, you know. And I I think that we speak a lot to like the general average person, like of how to kind of structure something that will give you kind of, of continual progress. Uh, where, you know, the the, the principles of uh, specificity still applies. Like if that's like my focus, I really like getting stronger. I like building, developing muscle. That's my thing. Uh, you know, that's something you could have it in heavy rotation, but you got to interrupt that. So that way you still reap the benefits that it's providing, uh, but you have to stimulate the body in different ways. And the reason why we have you kind of moving into performance is to account for uh, your your joint health and your joint stability, mobility. That's actually going to go back and contribute uh, to, uh, you know, your pursuits on trying to lift heavier weight and then also uh, move through a lot of these plateaus, inevitably that your body's going to recognize a pattern uh, and it's going to be, you know, efficient with that, but you're not going to see the same type of struggle and, uh, you know, challenge that you would if you were to venture out. And so, you know, same with with trying to present your, your muscles in a different way and shape them a specific uh, way so it looks, uh, you know, uh, what you want.
3: Yeah, the answer is yes, you can. And uh, no, I wouldn't. You know, yes, you can do that. If I was training you as a client, um, I'd rotate you through the programs. Very similar to how, and to Justin's point, if you loved that way of training and you loved what you got from that program, it would be uh, the primary focus. But I would still intermittently take at least, at the bare minimum, principles from the other programs, right? So mm-hmm. even if I like, and, and I would say this probably closely resembles how we train. Uh, each of yeah. us have uh, different modalities that we we enjoy more or appeal more to, right? So we're all very different. And so we probably follow a you know a one of our programs like like the the skeleton of it uh, most closely the most common and most often. But then we all know that it's important to intermittently introduce mm-hmm. all these other things. I mean, Sal, you just came off of your you know all the uh, unilateral training and drop squats. Although you're probably Mister Anabolic. Almost mm-hmm. every time I ask you, you and Doug are probably doing Anabolic. Justin is always pulling stuff from performance and strong. Of mm-hmm. course, I like aesthetic and split. But yet. We all integrate all the other all the other principles and all the other programs from everything from body weight to the suspension training to mobility type work. There's so much value in all those different ways of training that it shouldn't be something you forever neglect. Even if you are going to follow a primary structure for a majority of the time, mm-hmm. you don't want to neglect all the other yeah,
1: things. Yeah, and also look at things. Look, we always talk about long term, right? Um, you're not the goal is not to work out for a couple months and then never do it again. The goal, and this was always my goal as a trainer was to get people to develop a lifelong relationship with exercise. Okay. So look at things from that perspective, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So Adam just brought up that I stopped squatting for a while and just did unilateral work. Did my squat strength drop while I did unilateral work? Of course it did. I stopped practicing the skill of squatting. However, Long term, my squat strength is going to be better than it was before because I'm addressing imbalances and weaknesses that I have. And guess what? I've been squatting for the past few weeks, and I can already tell I'm going to surpass the strength that I had before here real quick because I was able to address those types of things. So another here's another great example. Right now, a lot of gyms are closed. So right now, you may not have access to all the equipment you had before, and you're thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to be as strong on my overhead press, and I'm not going to be able to – deadlift as much or or whatever as much because I don't have access to that equipment. Follow a program like Map Suspension, which is just suspension trainers. Do it at home. Are you going to lose strength in those core lifts? You will temporarily, but I guarantee when you get back to them, you're going to surpass what you did before because you're going to strengthen imbalances and weaknesses that you had that you couldn't necessarily identify because you're always doing the same stuff all the time.
0: Next question is from Fody Joey. Can you define how a strong pelvic floor is important and ways to increase strength there? So the pelvic floor is important in in all people
1: for stability, stability of the spine. Um, but it becomes very important, especially in women uh, during and uh, post-pregnancy, to kind of keep some of the organs in place uh, and, and for things like bladder control, mm. help support the uterus, sphincter control. You hear, I remember uh, as an early trainer, I think I was- 20 or 21. I did this small class with a, a group of women and I was having them do like jumping jacks oh, and yeah. jump lunges. And a couple of them were commenting that they didn't want to do them because they would pee themselves. And I remember mm-hmm. thinking, like, i never heard that Wait, before. This yeah, yeah. I was, I was a kid. I had no idea. Right. Um, afterwards, the female trainer that I was with that was doing the class with me, I asked her about them. Like, why did, they, why did they say that? Were they trying to be funny? And she goes, Oh no, that's after you have kids. If you don't re-strengthen the pelvic floor, um, you start to lose some of that control, and then you can start to pee yourself if you jump and bounce. I had never heard of this yeah. before as a young trainer, so it's important for a lot of different reasons. The best, obviously, the most common exercises that we know of for pelvic floor strength are Kegels. Mm-hmm. This is where you you squeeze the muscles that you like, like you're gonna stop peeing. So the literally, inside muscles. Yeah, so it's like you're you're holding, uh, like you're gonna hold your flow of urine. You want to squeeze that. Um, and then relax. I know now they make... Have you seen these these weighted vaginal dumbbells that they make? <laughs> no. Yeah. They actually have uh, these. Yeah, I'm, I've seen
2: those. I'm going to have to Google that.
1: So there's a place in Santana Row that has like... Uh, I think it's called Beta. And they have all these like gadgets in there. Have you guys been there? No. So you walk through and they have all these like new gadgets that are... Do you guys remember Sharper Image? Yeah. Yes. It's kind of like that, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Except it's like even uh, more... stone. Brookstone. De- yeah, it's way more techie. And they had this like silver like rod... With mm. this like and, like ball at the end of it, and this okay. like app that you did, and I Are asked
2: you sure this was for fitness. Yeah, I promise you. Okay,
1: and I asked the, the 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 girl. I'm like, what is this? And the girl said, Oh, that's uh, this is a a pelvic floor uh, exerciser. And I'm like, well, mm. I'm like, does this did go you just up?
2: Cry, try and keep it from dropping.
1: You put it up your body, and then you can add weight to it, and you hold it for time to strengthen pelvic floor muscle, oh. which is actually brilliant. Yeah. If you think about it, so mm. Kegels Dug, and that, yeah. Doug just <laughs> I see.
3: Doug just Googled this, and it's so funny because Katrina has a sex toy that looks identical to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> only I can control it with my
1: phone, which is yeah. awesome. Uh, Doug, uh, yeah. Doug oh, just Googled yeah. vaginal dumbbells. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't dumbbells. wait to see she what ads you get that. That. On, on. So
3: uh, Facebook. I, I, so almost anything though that forces you to sta- stabilize your pelvis is going to yeah. work. That so I think uh, mm-hmm. you know, caustic squats, uh, floor bridges, lunges, Turkish get-ups. These are all things that I make Katrina do. So uh, whether that was exactly right or not, I don't know, but I've-, I've You
1: sound felt, like a tyrant. Yeah. You make her do it. Well,
3: you know, when, when <laughs> we were, I shouldn't say it, right? She asked me, right? So she asked me to write her a program when when she was when we were uh, trying to get pregnant and then when she was pregnant. And a lot of the training was centered around stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And and that the way I look at it too is when she's getting ready to give birth, a lot of those muscles that you're contracting are, are what help push the baby down through the canal, right? So I think that that's something that, we wanted to be strong for going into it and then also for the recovery purposes like you bring up afterwards.
1: Yeah, stability is a big one too um, to really help with core stability. If you have Mm -hmm. weak pelvic floor muscles but strong other core muscles, you could still have uh, stability issues, low back problems. You'll see sometimes in women, they'll start to get low back issues uh, because these, these muscles are weak. Um, so, yeah, so uh, deep squats are great for this. But when you're at the bottom, do a Kegel. Yeah. So you can do a bodyweight squat, go to the bottom, maintain a Kegel the whole time. And that should help. Yeah, it's really, it's a bracing and it's it's all the lumbo pelvic hip
2: complex in general. Like anything that exercise that's going to work in that area, like that's all like post uh, you know pregnancy. Like to, to to reconnect with your core is like a
3: crucial for you to move forward. So it's but while you're doing it, it's important that you're doing it with that con, like the core, the, the, bracing, yeah, the bracing. Yeah, the bracing and the core. So we would do. So I do this thing with Katrina where I had her. Lunge across the studio, right? So she'd do these real long strides. She'd come up to a balance. When she'd balance, I'd have her tuck her pelvis. So mm. she'd squeeze her butt, tuck, stabilize, lunge again, stabilize, tuck. Mm. And then so she has all that core control and stability while also doing a deep lunge. Oh, cool. So maybe the little, you know, dumbbell inside and squat.
2: Mm. You know, make it a
0: combo. <laughs> Next question is from Truly Interesting. During winter months, what supplements, vitamins, or products would you recommend to maintain health? Ah, This reminds me, I need to get my vitamin D.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say, so that's the first place I would go. Um, A remarkable amount of people, are vitamin D levels are are either deficient or lower than optimum. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's because they're probably borderline low throughout the year. Mm -hmm. Then winter comes. They're not getting any sunlight. They're indoors. I would imagine right now, because of, of COVID, people are and they're isolated, probably lower amounts of vitamin D than normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's not good, right? Uh, vitamin D acts like a hormone in the body. Low vitamin D levels affect your hormones, and men will cause low testosterone. Um, it definitely affects your immune system. So get your vitamin D levels checked. If they're not optimal, um, then you can start to, to supplement. Um, I also start using more of the Organifi green juice in the winter. That's just something that I do you, I
3: drink more of. Do you find that it's because you don't get as much vegetables in the wintertime as you do summer? And I spring? think so. Yeah,
1: I know. In the in the for whatever reason in the winter, I I I don't know if it's just a psychological thing. I crave more meat and starches. Meat potatoes. That's uh, heavy in the winter. No, I
3: agree. That's why I do it. So Mm -hmm. I do the same thing. And I think that's the reason why, is because I just naturally I'm getting less vegetables Mm -hmm. than I would do during the summer and the springtime.
1: Yeah. Zinc. uh, Zinc is another good one for um, the wintertime. I know in men, you know, a good supplement for men is um, ZMA. Um, Mm -hmm. You take that at night. Uh, If your zinc is low and you take that, you will notice a boost. In your testosterone performance, there was a study that came out a long time ago with college football players where they mm-hmm. gave them ZMA. Well, actually, they tested their zinc. All of them were low. Yeah, they gave them ZMA and their performance. Yeah, uh, I've been going through
2: that right now a bit with
1: zinc and vitamin D,
2: both supplementing those and making a bit, bit of difference. Did you get too. tested and see that? Yeah, I did. They were low. Yeah. That was, uh, you know, back in the day, too, like when we were doing the Everly, Everly Well stuff, too. But, um, yeah, I, I got it retested with blood drawn, and, and it was it was low. So that was another one they suggested to supplement right
1: away. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I'd, I'd say those are probably the more important ones. I know with my kids, I give my kids vitamin D every day now, and it's mainly because they're not in school. And the only times they go outside is when I take them outside, which is like I was joking with Jessica the other day. I I told her, I texted her, I'm like, hey, I'm taking the kids to the park for minimal physical activity because (laughs) it's like kids should be outside most of the time. And even if I take two hours out of the day to take them outside – it's still nothing compared now, to what they are need. people
2: with my like absence of pigment, you like like as, as white as I am. Like, is, am I more susceptible to being deficient? In no, the you'd be less. less. You'd so, be less
3: because yeah. someone like Sal's family or like me that like needs the sun, I think wow. would, would or which is why I think were, I I still attribute to this to where my psoriasis came from. Like, the only thing that makes sense to me is that for the first twenty years of my life, I was in the sun. Eight ten hours a day every day, and then got into this job where I was in a brick building with fluorescent lights, and then it and it took like four or five years of consistently not getting the sun for this to all of a sudden come out of nowhere. And then ever since then, I've battled
1: it. Well, here's the weird thing: I I have been taking cod liver oil for years. Cod liver oil is high in natural vitamin D. It's also got uh, vitamin A in it, um, and I've been taking that for a long time. And in the vi- in the cod liver oil that I take, it's probably about I think it's like 600 IUs, which isn't a ton, but it's it's still some. And then I supplement on top of that 5,000 IUs, uh, international units of vitamin D, every single day. I get my vitamin D levels tested. And I every time I get them back, I think, oh, I hope they're not too high because mm-hmm. I supplement I always supplement. Yeah, still, and it's not, right. I'm in the middle. Yeah. I'm always ideal. That's so it's why like, I, if think I most people are deficient. I, I would yeah. almost well. That's it.
3: I, I was taking five thousand back when we were working with Everly Well, and got tested and was still low. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, that was to me made me very obvious to me that it was I'm not getting enough. If I'm supplementing and I'm yeah. still registering low, that's crazy. I, Unless it, you're
2: out in the sun with your shirt off, yeah. you know,
1: like you're not probably not getting enough. Well, we evolved being always outside, right? Always. So it does. So that makes perfect sense. But I would say that's probably the most uh, important thing. Look, Mind Pump is recorded on video as well as audio. You can come find us on YouTube, Mind Pump Podcast. You can also find all of us on social media, both Instagram and now also on Parlor. You can find Doug at Mind Pump Doug, Justin at Mind Pump Justin.